Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. And I have a a very, very special treat for for all of you today. I I have another interview today, but someone very, very special who has really inspired me in my career, who has really, I I, I think you could probably trace the this YouTube channel and what I talk about and, and sort of the, the passion and motivation that I have to really help people to become better, to help all of you to develop yourselves to, to, to this one man. And, and his name is Elliot Hulse. He has been just a, a phenomenal mentor, kind of role model in my life. I, I've attended his, his live event. He's, he's just an awesome guy overall. So I'm, I'm super excited to have Elliot here. So uh, welcome, Elliot, and, and thank you for, for, for coming on the channel. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So uh, a little background, maybe maybe you can give a, a little introduction of I've, I've given you somewhat of an introduction, but uh, maybe for those of you that those of my viewers that aren't familiar, uh, who are you? What do you do? What's uh, what's what's your deal? <laughs> well, I am a business owner. I own a gym and I started out as a personal trainer in a, in a typical fitness gym, but I always knew that I wanted to own my own. Uh, and so I went out into the parks and started training people with the used equipment out of the back of my van back in 2007 before boot camps were even a, a thing. And I called it strength camp because rather than having people, you know, run around and do cardio, I had used tires and sandbags and uh, equipment that I bought from the, you know, the the used equipment store in my van. So I'd set up like a gym in the park and I trained people there. Uh, over the years, my business had developed. You know, it was tough during those times. But uh, when I finally moved into a warehouse gym, which was, you know, a tiny, dusty, little hot warehouse in Florida, uh, 
about the same time something named YouTube came about and people were making videos and I figured well why not make some videos of myself training my clients so that maybe they can show their friends and family and potentially they'll uh, be my my clients and uh, little did I know that those videos be watched worldwide so I get little questions in the comments and I'm like oh someone's asking me a question I know the answer to so I would answer the question and uh, just my entertaining and informative way of answering questions took off and around 2014 my channel skyrocketed to over a million subscribers and today both my YouTube channels uh, all my YouTube channels combined are over 2 million subscribers so with the momentum that has been built because of what the internet affords us this in this day and age I now own four businesses and uh, and continue to work towards my mission of being the strongest version of myself and empowering others. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it's been very interesting to follow you on the, on the journey and to see and just to hear your story. It's it, it's kind of cool that you're this like in, in my mind, I see you as this, you know, of this athlete philosopher entrepreneur which is, is such a cool combination this <laughs> this idea i think of taking the philosophy because a lot of your videos like so much of that that philosophy that you know how to live your life how to be better it's it's missing from 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 the strength training it's missing from the entrepreneurship maybe not as much on the entrepreneurship but it's it's so awesome to see your your, your videos and they've they've inspired so many people so what what is it what what made you to think to combine that i mean you know, to combine that that strength training with the philosophy that that you you do so much on your channel. Well, I got to be honest; it's always been a part of me. Mm -hmm. I've been in fitness since I was four years old. My uncle, who was a black belt in martial arts, and he uh, ran marathons, and he's a bodybuilder, lived with us, and he taught me and my brothers how to train when we were very young. I was doing push-ups and pull-ups when I was about four years old in my parents' basement. I also, uh, my parents, my uncle, my family is from Belize, and Belize is a country where there is, uh, we're, we're mixed people. You know, right. the Europeans during uh, colonialism uh, brought their African slaves, and there were natives that lived there, Taino, and so it was kind of a melting pot. So uh, growing up in a suburb of New York City, having sort of a uh, ambiguous look, people would ask me, uh, what are you, Elliot, what are you? And uh, so a term, a question like that makes people think. Like I, you know, I would answer even when I would say I'm from Belize. My parents are Belizean. They would say, "Well, I've never heard of that." This, you know, this is in the '80s. People were a little bit more ignorant. Uh, but the st the question stuck with me, and I remember being in maybe sixth or seventh grade, going to the library in the philosophy section, and I saw a book titled "What Are You?" by Apollo May, who was a philosopher. And he went deep into uh, God and metaphysics and, yeah. um, and, and uh, quantum physics. And I was sold right away. So I have been on the spiritual path uh, almost as long as I've been on the physical path. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very interesting. Like to just, you know, in the, in the last maybe five years or so, I've gotten so much into philosophy and just, 
it, it's so, so pivotal. Like so many people don't, don't explore this stuff and, and, and really think about this. So it's, it's always great to, to get your, your insights on it. And, and I've seen your, your growth. I mean, you, you've changed in a lot of ways over the years. If you, if we, if you look at your older YouTube videos, your, your voice was higher pitched. You were very, you're a very fast talker. And, and now you're, you're very, you know, to use your own term grounded and what do you think what is it, walk me through that process like what happened to you as as you evolved through these these stages what what was going on well i don't think anything's happened to me that hasn't happened to and doesn't happen to everyone it's mm. called maturity and you grow right. up and you learn lessons you learn more about yourself you have circumstances that hurt you have some successes but you know this whole journey from the time we're born to the time we leave this planet is all about our soul's evolution it's all about becoming uh, waking my brother and I were talking yesterday it's all about remembering you right. know we get here and we forget and yeah. it's something we're supposed to forget we forget who we are we forget our power we forget all kinds of things uh, which is great because that's what allows us to have the adventure of remembering again and coming back home and and truly embodying our capital s self being our best self and um so i, I think the difference there are a number of things number one I, I being a video personality people get to watch me you know they, they get to see and i'm not i'm not really playing a role so it's not like you're you're watching me play a character and the character keeps showing up every single time. This is me. This is who I really am. So you get to right. watch over the course of 10 years what it looks like when a person allows themselves to evolve. They allow themselves to mature, allow themselves to, uh, to go through the natural processes of becoming whatever the next Jew has to be, right? I was watching uh, one of these fun little clips that they put on Facebook where they, it's a little inspirational thing with some facts, and it was uh, literally about 10 minutes ago I was watching it. Uh, it was about uh, how we could learn some lessons from lobsters. Okay. And it talks about how a lobster starts out and it grows its, it, it grows its shell, right? And you can think of the shell as its interface with the world. Our ego is our interface with the world. It's how we get about. There are so many people that speak negatively about the ego, but if we didn't have an ego, we'd be just as naked and we would dissolve just like the lobster would. You know, he, he needs that that shell to interface with the world so that he's got, and that's what our ego is. But there comes a point when the when the 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 body, the soft body within the shell, grows so much that it becomes very uncomfortable, and it it needs to burst out of the shell. And essentially, what it does is it finds itself a little hole, <laughs> which is a beautiful <laughs> metaphor in and of itself about the process of becoming our next selves. He goes down into a hole and he sheds this shell and allows a new one to start to form and grow. And then he comes back out and throughout his life, he'll go through this process of shedding shells, ego, and redeveloping new ones. This is, this is what all of our teachers and mystics have been telling us from the beginning when Jesus says you got to die to yourself to find yourself or to be born again uh, with the with the phoenix burning up and rising again the the snake eating its tail this is it, the reason why the snake represents so much in 
with regard to wisdom and growth is because the snake sheds its skin and right. so, so on and so forth. This is natural. This is normal. But we've got ourselves stuck in a particular construct and a societal construct that thinks that we have to be a certain way all the time. We are conditioned to be a certain way. And if we break outside of that mold, we're somehow uh, <laughs> disobeying the rules. The unfortunate thing is this is where we end up with situations where we have 50 year old men who still think and behave like they're 15 years old. Right. So we've got a, we've got a, a nation full of little boys running the world. And, uh, and it's unfortunate, but I also feel that the sun is rising and, uh, and that we're, we're figuring it out. And guys like yourself and I who share our experiences through the Internet are helping to wake us up to the fact that we're so much more than what we think we are or what the world has told us we are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's a great, that's a great analogy with, with the, with the lobster. It, it, it's interesting too. I, I think, you know, just to see how many people, you know, it, you know, you see the growth. I mean, it's more visible because you you've done a YouTube channel, like you said, for, for 10 years, but I think that there's plenty of people that I know that they're the same person they were 10 years ago. I mean, practically they're a little fatter, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's, it's so many people don't grow and transform in that way. And, and it's, it's just interesting to see, I mean, such a drastic change when you're, when you're actually seeking that growth. So, so I guess I, I would, I would ask like, how does someone achieve that growth? Because, because again, like I said, there's, you've got those people that, that they, they literally, they're at work in the same job. They're just a little bit fatter. They've got a few more gray hairs and 10 years have passed and nothing their personality hasn't changed. They haven't gr like really like drastically grown. And you've got people like yourself, you know, I, I would include myself into that. And, and I've drastically changed in seven years. There's, there's other people that I know that, that have done this. What's the difference? Well, practically speaking, uh, they, the people who are the same at 50 as they were at 15 have ignored all of the promptings to take a new step. And it usually has everything to do with fear and holding on. Like you said, having the same job. Well, if you still have the same job and you've been miserable in the same job for the past 20 years, then it is your fear that is keeping you there. You don't believe that if you quit that job, that something that will create a vacuum and something better will show up, which is, is, is the fact of the matter is that that's going to happen. It's purely a matter of not wanting to let go. Their ego construct, it, it, they're just way too personally identified with it and afraid to let it go. It's just like that, uh, the, the, the animal, the, uh, the lobster. If that lobster gets really, and here's what, it's very interesting. If the lobster gets really uncomfortable in that shell, it starts to get really uncomfortable. And based on its instinct, it goes into the hole, right? No, but it goes down. And that's another part of the process that most people are not willing to go through, which is you've got to die to yourself. You literally have to deconstruct. You have to go into the belly of the whale. You have to go underwater. You go into the dark night of the soul. This is a part of the process. It's normal. It's natural. And, and uh, Iron John Robert Bly refers to it as catabasis. Yeah. It is this going down process that allows you to deconstruct. You literally have to die. You got to deconstruct yourself. That might mean ending relationships. It might mean quitting jobs. I quit making YouTube videos at the height of my fame. I, yeah. I reached a million subscribers and I was like, I got to go down into that hole. And I went down into the hole because I wasn't afraid, right? Most people, 
it's far more challenging, I would assume, right? Because to me, I just, I'll do it either way, to let go of fame and fortune and, you know, the praise that everybody, uh, the pedestal everybody puts you up on, to let go of that and to go down. That's why Jesus says that it's easier for a, a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to make his way into heaven. Because, hey, I got it all. I'm not going right. down. I'm not letting this go. I'm not, you see? But uh, that was my choice, I, and I knew that I needed to do that. Uh, but how much more so when you get into that uncomfortable place like the, like the lobster? You, realize, you feel it. You look around. Your life is not what you know it could be, and you're pa having pain on the inside. These people have anxiety. They have depression. They have disease. And yeah. instead of facing the fear that's keeping them trapped in that uncomfortable place that's only making them more physically sick. You will continue to get more and more sick staying in that place, just like a lobster would be, if you, instead of going down, breaking away and rebuilding, go to the doctor and take some medication or, or, or drink Here's what the majority of people do. About that 50-year-old, I guarantee you, he's watching football all weekend long. Yep, yep. Forget about his life, and he's sucking down beer. Yep, crutches. So you want to know why people are that way? Because they're numb. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. That's, it, it's, it's interesting. I, I like what you said about the fear part, too, because I, I feel like sometimes it's real easy to, to put your, have one foot in the boat and one foot on the dock. And and you get stuck because you, you don't you don't want to get you you don't you don't want to take the risk of, of getting off of the dock because the dock is stable, and so it was it was amazing to see like when you went when you went into the catabasis like just quitting the YouTube it was like people are afraid to to do that because you have these doubts of well can I be successful again can I can I re you know can I rebuild a life can I create a, a thing but 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 you're right. I, I think you're right. 100%. You don't grow unless you're willing to, to, to die, to, to give it all up and then, and then see what the next phase holds. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one thing I, I definitely want, wanted to make sure that I, that I ask you about, I, uh, I, I did a, an interview with the, actually when I was at your, 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 uh, non-jobs summit, I, I was, that's where I met Brandon Carter and, and me and him were geeking out over our, over our books. Like we found that we are like avid readers. We had our audible, you know, accounts and we we're like, yo, oh, this book's great. This book's awesome. I, I know you're an avid reader as well. So I'm, I'm very curious to, to hear kind of maybe a few of your like top book recommendations that are, are the best books that, the, that people should, should read. I know you talked about Iron John. I, I found that one to be a very, very good book. What else, what else would you have? What would you recommend? Well, I have to be honest with you. Uh, I've gotten rid of almost all of my books. I got rid of about 90% of my books uh, earlier this year. And I think it had a lot to do with the letting go process. Hmm. Uh, I know a lot of us, you were just describing it, and I was one of them, you know, you and Brandon are geeking out over your books. There's a personal identification with the information that we're consuming. And we live in a consumer culture. So it's this matter of like how many more books, like Ty Lopez, God bless his heart, I love him. Yeah. But he, he makes a living off of, you know, they say it's a dick measuring contest. Yeah. Well, he goes and he shows you all <laughs> my books. Look at how... And, and, you know, put, in, put into various contexts, you know, it's a great thing. And, and I'm happy because I know a lot of people who need to read some books. Like, yeah. 
you've got to expand your mind. You've got to expose yourself. You, you really need to do this thing. But myself and, uh, you know, many others, uh, that becomes a part of our identity. Mm. What books have I read? What books am I reading now? What am I going to read next? Did you read that book? I didn't read that book. I need to get that book next. And it, it's no different than this, you know, uh, trying to keep up with the Joneses. So as I uh, made my way through the deconstruction period of, of, of a phase in my life, and we do this constantly, one of the things that dawned on me was, I don't need all these books. Yeah. <laughs> and I really don't need to be consuming nearly as much, much as I think I need to. Uh, it really is more of an ego thing. And, uh, and it's, it's time for that part of my ego to deconstruct and dissolve away. Huh, that's that's very interesting. I I I've I've toyed with the idea myself of because I, I you know I I do a lot of run I'd run about forty miles a week and I'm I'm listening to audiobooks the whole time on on three x speed and and some I've I've thought about sometimes like I wonder when I'm done I wonder when I hit that point where I'm like okay now it's time to do something else I feel like I still have more to grow there but. But it's interesting to hear you you say that because I've I've toyed with the idea, but then I've I've kind of gone back and forth and said uh, I don't know maybe I should just be continually doing this. But part of me said, well I don't know maybe 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 the enough is enough. So yeah, that is it's real interesting to hear that. So um you know one thing I wanted to ask about when you when you mentioned the lobster thing that 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 I thought that was interesting in, in the catabasis is especially with with you 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 know going dark on YouTube and then, and then coming back and, and, and coming, I mean, obviously ch changing over the time, what, what kind of response did you get? I, I know that some people tend to, I guess, you know, when someone tries to change sometimes, I think one of the, one of the things that happens is that people reject them or like the, the people that are close to them that have known them from before, or in, in your case, maybe your, your subscribers and, and whatnot, they don't like the new and it's not that it's not that they don't like the new you. It's that they just it's it's change is different. They're not used to it. Did you see that? And do you do you see that? And maybe tips that you have for overcoming that? Because I feel like that's a one of the things that that stops a lot of people. Well, one of the things I picked up while I was down in that hole and re and reconstructing my shell is a sense of self worth. Mm -hmm. a sense of self-love and with that comes the confidence uh the love to just do my work regardless of what anybody else thinks right I, i'm not really that concerned with anyone who uh, who doesn't like me that's that's none of my business really it's yeah. my business to do my work and that's it they're going, I'm vibrating on a completely different level. I look different. I speak different. I speak about different things. I have different interests. So I can't expect the people who were vibrating with me when I had my shirt off and I'm talking loud to the camera to vibrate at the level at which I'm vibrating now. It, 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 it would be irresponsible for me to, to think they should. And then I would have to pander to them and I'd have to be stuck in the same place I was before. So a part of letting go of an old version of yourself is letting go to the things that were attracted to the old version of yourself. And a lot of that has to do with people. And I attracted a lot of people. I continue to attract a lot of people. But it's going to change because you change. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. 
and it, and unfortunately that costs i think you know you're going to lose relationships it's it's or is that not true i mean look the relationships that continue with you that follow with you are the ones that are supposed to be there the ones that leave off are the ones they're they're just not ready yet it, it doesn't you can't you can't be hung up on it you can't right. judge it it's not it's not a matter of because it could become very egotistical become very contentious uh when i spoke when i was younger i would say things like you know fuck the haters and fuck those guys and screw them and you know like there's something wrong with them but that right. was me not realizing that there's nothing wrong with anybody i'm just doing my thing and they're if they don't resonate with me then that's okay because they're on a different wavelength so there's no animosity you know the maturity process uh, has allowed me to take the perspective of respecting people where they are and, and their decisions about the way they want to relate to me. Right. It's they, it's up to them. That makes so a lot of sense. So if someone's going to leave, you know, if you if you're if you're on your path and you've had a relationship, say, with a significant other, some this is, you know, there are times when couples have to separate. Uh, I we're on a we're together, we're vibrating. I decide to, or the other person decides to expand their mind, expand their consciousness, begin to try on new ways of being, thinking new things, even speaking different. The way I speak is very different than when I, before. When that happens, the other individual has a choice and it's not right or wrong. Right. Do I expand with this person? Do I go with them? Do I, do I give it a chance? Do I remain open? Which is really the case. It's not a matter of following. It's a matter of remaining open and remaining respectful and, and finding the silver lining in what happens to be a cloud to the person, to the other person. When, when you change, other people get very fearful because human beings want the stability of knowing what to expect. Right. Every time I, for the past 10 years, I come over on Friday with a two liter of soda and a pizza and we watch Netflix or we blockbuster back in the day, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. For, for, for 10 years, you were doing that. Right. And then one day you decide, well, you know, it's time for me to lose some weight and I'm not going to drink soda and, and, and eat pizza anymore. That guy, your friend's going to show up and he's going to be heartbroken. Yeah. You just ruined something that he found. He got great joy in. You could understand why they'll be upset. You could understand why they might want to leave, especially because when you decide to take actions in the direction of expansion, the people who aren't doing that, especially if they've been in your life, now get to see a mirror of themselves. You, you expose them to their lack of taking uh, responsibility for their lives. If I decide I'm going to start exercising, I'm going to eat differently, and you're still sucking down sodas and, and eating pizza, that could be offensive. Because now, oh, you're better than me? Well, they begin to feel as if they're attacked. Right. When I change, when I evolved and I have millions of relationships with people on the Internet, a lot of people were mad at me. Right. Because exactly. they showed up and I didn't want to have pizza with them anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you got to be OK with that. Yeah, yeah. no, that, 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 that makes sense. It's, it's like the crabs in the bucket, you know, the that whole whole thing where 
and, and, and I, I think I've seen it in, in, in my life as well. And it, it, it is scary though. I think for some people that are, that are, that are, they don't necessarily want to let go of those, those old things or, or the, but, but you said, you know, from the beginning, you said you, you don't care what people you're going to do, what your purpose, what you're supposed to do. And that's, and that's okay. And other people can be where they are in their, their spiritual journey. And I, I like that attitude. I think that that makes a lot of, a lot of sense. The best thing that we can do every time we take that step towards a higher consciousness, mm-hmm. we, 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 we are brighter. We become right. illuminated. We're literally becoming illuminated. And with that illumination, a light can't help itself but to expose and scatter darkness, right? So those who are, who are meant to be attracted to, as you lighten up, you, they can't help but to be enlightened also. Right. They're going to be close. One of my teachers put it this way, that uh, you know, if, you, if people were living in a dark cave for you know, two decades, and you walk in with a bright light, some of them will be attracted to the light, but some of them are gonna want to annihilate that light because they're so used to the darkness. And again, that's okay. Just let them be, let them stay in their dark cave. I'm not trying to get you out of it. I'm not trying to convince you that my light is right and that you need to get out of this darkness, unless you come to me and ask, and that's what I do, I answer questions. Um, It's not my responsibility. Right. It's my responsibility to enlighten my to allow my light to shine that's it yeah yeah that, that makes a lot of sense i i found that you can't force people down the path i mean a lot of people don't like it when i say this but i i felt like in my own life at, at one point the universe just tapped me on the shoulder and said john it's time to wake up and there was nothing that it was just it was a spontaneous event i no one pushed me down that path i wasn't seeking that path all of a sudden it just and i and i feel like at least the people whose lives that I've that I've been involved with, that it's the same thing. It's no matter what I can tell you, read these books, I can tell you these philosophies in life, but until you're ready, and I don't know what is the the mechanism that causes it, but to me, I I, I akin it to the universe tapping you on the shoulder and saying, "Wake up, time to wake up," and I don't know. I it, it's such a weird process to me. I I, I feel like there's no no logic or sense to it that I can understand, but it either, it just happens or it doesn't happen or, or it happens in time. Well, some religious people would call it grace. Hmm. You know, there's, there's a omnipotent overarching divine entity that taps you on the shoulder. And as it says in revelations, by the way, I'm not a Bible thumper. I'm not really, I don't identify as a Christian, but there's so much value and wisdom in these books that there will come a time of uh, harvesting. There's a time that the earth is going to ascend and that there are those that are going to move up into the higher consciousness and evolve with the earth. And there are those that are going to fall into, stay within the darkness of the decaying world. This is the separation. We're We're literally living at the end of times. We are living, we're there. It's so evident, it's so obvious that the de- deconstruction of our ideals, our institutions, uh, all the walls and boundaries between humankind are coming down in every way, shape, or form. On top of that, we're waking up. The sun is rising, it's, the, the world is deconstructing, but at the same time, the earth has literally grown a new brain. If you look at the way the internet has interconnected the entire earth and all the human beings on it, it's like, a nervous system has just encased, has wrapped itself around the earth, and ideas and connections 
that never existed before. You just imagine a human nervous system. There was no connections. There was no nervous system, peripheral nervous system. The thing wouldn't work properly. Well, humankind is waking up because we just grew a nervous system that has interconnected us. And the ideas like we're sharing right now, I am, I know that I'm, I'm grateful for being born in this day and age where I had Napster to right. listen to Alan Watts audios. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Woke me up to all kinds of religious and philosophical ideas. My parents didn't have that. Our right. grandparents didn't have that. There's so much that we're exposed to and so much that we're waking up to today that we're literally on our way to heaven on earth. We are evolving. We are ascending. And But back to the original question and the original uh, you know, idea, there are those that are called and they're yeah. going to ascend. And there are those that, that for whatever reason, are not ready. They're, they're, they're not going. They're not coming. <laughs> they're, they're, they're going somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, I, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. I, I, I agree with you. I know some people are going to be listening and they're like, what are, what are you guys talking about? But I, I totally agree with you. Like, I, I do believe that we are reaching that level. Of, and, and it's weird, you know, I, I keep on thinking there's like a few different books, like these concepts, it keeps on overlapping. Like, I don't know if you've read, uh, was it, is it Joseph Brenner's The Impersonal God? Um, and, and it's this book about where he's like writing as if he were God talking about how essentially like we're just a cell of, of God's body and, and that we're all kind of like we're, we're, we're basically causing the physical manifestation of God within the, the universe so that we're going, it's going from a spiritual realm to a physical one. And we are literally becoming God, like in, in a way, like, like becoming the, the cells of his body in a physical manifestation. And, and it's crazy because I, you know, I, I there's another book by, um, What's his name? That the the Dilbert guy, Douglas. Uh, it's called. Uh, I can't think of it now. It's. Let me see if I have it on here. But it's um. It's just like thought experiment about about you know this guy asking questions to God. It, it, oh, God's debris, and and that that same concept is there. And and and, it's, and you look at some of the Eastern religions and kind of the pieces of that, and, and you're like you kind of almost see. Uh, there's another book called the, my, my Big Theory of Everything, like, and it, all the, all these things almost almost connect to that same exact thing that you're talking about, where it's like we're becoming this one, almost like you know, you know, like one consciousness, and maybe we were always one consciousness, but now it's it's it almost feels like it's physically manifesting. I don't want to go so far off of the deep, but some people are going to be thinking I'm nuts, but I I honestly think that we're we're going yeah. towards this, like we spoke about before. We forgot. Everything you're yeah. speaking is absolute truth. 100% logical and divine truth is everything that you're saying. We are one. But we have forgotten mm -hmm. so that we can remember. And we're in the age of remembering. We're waking up. You yeah. know, that when you forget, it's because you're asleep. We're waking up. We're remembering. I love the word remember because it's like the members come back together. And as we have been separated in our 3D consciousness, we're remembering now and coming back together as individuals and collectively, we are uniting, we're, we're becoming unified. Right, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And with I, God, because right, when scientists talk of the unified field theory, that's basically God. <laughs> it's all like we're, it's all together, it's all one thing.
Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I mean, and, and it's funny too, because if you trace it back, if you're like, you know, again, this is, it's a kind of a weird concept, but if you trace it back and you say, okay, well, what is the origin of everything? Is it, you know, is it a big bang? Is it a divine creator that created everything? Well, either way, you got to go back to like some kind of, like to some kind of paradox that doesn't make any sense. But, but if you think about it, like if, if God is om, uh, omnipresent, that means he's everywhere. And if something is everywhere, it's everything. And I just, I keep on coming back to this. And I can't escape that because it just like, it, it, it seems to me like, it, like the answer, like no matter where, what path you trace it back, or maybe we're in a virtual reality, either way, we're still, <laughs> it's still all one thing. Like there's, there's no way to escape this, this truth. At least th th is what I'm, I'm, I'm finding is, is every single path seems to lead to the same exact place. And it, and it's becoming just more and more apparent. Like you said, that we're, I like the remembering we're remembering, we're, we're figuring out that this, this is the truth. And, 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 and there's so many ways to look at it or manifest the same exact truth, but it all comes back to that. I, it doesn't, I don't see any way around it. You're, I, I'm assuming you're agreeing because you're smiling. <laughs> Brother, yeah, you're speaking. Amen. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so you know, to be, before we, before everyone's like, oh, these guys are are nuts. Um, <laughs> bringing it back to the kind of practical Bro, level. Wait. You uh, know, language, especially self language, the way we talk about ourselves. Because I've done this too. I, yeah. I still do it. I'm crazy. Maybe I'm nuts. But you know what? I'm awake. Yeah. Okay. We're awake. I think it's a time for us to take back our power mm -hmm. as awakening beings. And yeah. so those that don't get it, there's no judgment. I'm not going to judge us as, as, as nuts. I'm not going to judge them as anything less. It's right. a matter of taking ownership for the fact that, bro, we're waking up. Yeah. No, that's a good way. Yeah, that's you, that, that's good. I'm I'm glad you caught me in that because I I often advise people to how you refer to yourself is is really important what the things that you say. But but then I I I have done it in the past myself. See, oh, I, I caught myself there. I said in the past I've done it, <laughs> not identifying my current self with it. But um. And I, I did want to ask you about about you now. Like, where are you going? Like, what is your mission now? In in and where do you see yourself? Like, what what are your goals? What do you where where's your you know? I, I know. Um, I wanted to let me grab this real quick. I'll grab your book because I want to make sure that people see this. So I know this was uh, was a big undertaking for you, the uh, King. Which uh, excellent book! I, I highly recommend that that everyone pick up this book. But um, so so what's that? What's next? Where what are you working on now? Where where are you going? And uh, and, and where do you see yourself going? What path are you on? Well, the first thing I'd say is that book represents the dead Elliot, the old Elliot, and I wrote that book uh, almost as a to commemorate all the ideas I shared in the videos I made when I made them. Most of what's in that book or what the things that I spoke about I was interested in until my uh, going down process. And, I, and I've been going down for probably about two years. And at this point, I feel uh, I'm confident that I'm moving back up. I mean, my life is very evident of the fact that I'm moving back up. And if I could, if I could take the book King and, uh, and rewrite it, which I probably will, in this right. phase, I would call it Kingdom. 
Interesting. King was all about the individual. King was all about being the strongest version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Kingdom is about world unity. It's about collective evolution. It's about us waking up and coming together. And that's where I am with the projects that I engage in. It's where I am in my faith and religion. And mm -hmm. it's where I am in consciousness and behavior. It's a matter of letting down these walls of separation uh, or allowing the process because it's happening uh, right. and ascending to 5D consciousness and un unifying and doing the uh, su supporting the deconstruction of the old paradigm, the old ideas. When I say support, you can't support darkness, but to get rid of it, you, you lighten up. You, you, light a, you light a match, there's an old Irish saying, instead of cursing the dark, you light a match. Right. So I'm all about this enlightening of the human race. And, uh, and that's where I spend my time and I put my intention. Okay, okay. okay. That makes a lot of sense because I think you know when it, when I when I saw the book I was wondering I was wondering about it because it, it seems like you you were tying a bow on something like like you've got this now let's finish this and now move on if I, if I understand you correctly and that so so that's that's good to know because I was I was wondering where where that sat but it's it, it it seemed to me like you had to finish that project finish that thing and that was the final and now now it's done and now it's time to move. Now I can move on. That's absolutely what it is. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm doing this kind of the same thing in my. At, at some point, I have to leave the this. I know people are going to be really upset now, but at, at some point, I have to leave the software development world behind because I'm not doing that anymore. But I'm I haven't finished tying my bow yet. I've got a few things left to do. I'm I'm actually just finishing the the last chapter on my book, and then. And then I think that will be one of the bows that <laughs> a lot of people are going to down. They're like, oh, no, no, don't do it, John. But, you know, you, you can't, you can't let, you know, you got to keep on growing, keep on going. You're, it's not just your right, it's our responsibility to evolve that way. Because when we do, we give other people permission to, to grow. Yeah. So, so one thing that, that I, that I know that you're doing, I wanted to sign up for this so bad was the, uh, the, the camp that you're doing in in southern california here because i just moved to san diego now I, I used to be in your neck of the woods and i was in tampa and i just moved to san diego because I, I wanted a little bit better weather <laughs> but um but but uh maybe maybe you can talk a little bit about that event because that thing looked really cool i i have a conflict of schedule because i have to go to i'm going to a a, a an entrepreneur like bootstrap entrepreneur conference called microconf but at the same time unfortunately but um but yeah maybe if you could talk a little about that because that that seemed really really cool great well the the idea for it came about from my experience with active meditation mm. and bioenergetics uh and briefly my evolution over the course of the years in front of the camera I attribute a lot of the growth to my use of breathing exercises and movement. And that's what bioenergetics is. And active meditation is also a, a way to do it in, with groups. Right. And uh, so with these camps that we do, uh, we invite people to practice the exercises that are associated with letting go and getting rid of the barriers and the the holding patterns, the literal physical holding patterns within our body that keep us stuck in old ways of being, in old consciousness. 
uh, I like to say that the body is the mind. And if we're wanting to expand ourselves spiritually and, and, and mentally, we have to take into account how we're holding and using our body. If we want to be more free spiritually and mentally, well, then turn on some music and be free in your movement. Right. If we want to be more free in life, we've got to learn how to let go of all of the all of the holding that does physical holding and I, when i say this i mean physical holding, literal that doesn't allow us to breathe deep but to take in take in life to take in spirit to take in breath so uh it's 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 a lot of fun yeah. <laughs> because when you get people to drop their boundaries and to and to let go of all our neuro neurosis and our and our our, our, our physical inhibitions Right. We begin to get in touch with our true, our, our lively selves, our vibrant selves, our sensual selves, our loving selves, our fun selves. And when we do it in a group setting like this, it, it offers an opportunity to make new friends and to have great experiences. And uh, this will be the fourth one that we're doing. And they're always a great time. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about one another and you learn a lot about what it's going to take for humankind to to continue to evolve and to can continue to integrate as individuals but integrate as a community okay yeah i'm, I'm so sad i'm gonna miss it I'll, I'll definitely put the the a link here when we when we play this video so that people can sign up for this i'm assuming there's still some slots available is it yeah groundingcamp.com okay we're doing three of them next year for sure uh, the one in California, uh, we've got a few slots left, but it's been selling out pretty quickly. And yep. we'll be in New York later on and in Florida in the, in the fall. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm really, I definitely have to go to one of these because I'm really looking forward to it. I It's kind of interesting. I, I read, I actually read a book. I think, I think I'd gotten the recommendation from you called Fear of Life. And that was a very difficult book to read. Like, I, I, not just on a, on a, on the content level, but on a accepting what he's saying in the book, like I, I was like, no, this is wrong. This is, <laughs> and I had to accept it. And, 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 and it's, and it's funny in the last year I went to, uh, to, I think my first experience, like real experience with it. I went to Tony Robbins date with destiny seminar and you're, I mean, you're jumping, you're yelling, you're screaming. Like I, I've always been one of those guys that, you know, you, you go to a concert and you're, and you're like, and you hear people go, yeah. And you're, and I'm like, Woo! <laughs> like, how do you do that? How do you unleash like that? But after that, that day was destiny. I was like, I can unleash, you know, and and it changed me. Like I felt like there, it, it clicked with that fear of life. I was like, okay, this bioenergetics, this, this like, there, there, it changed. It, it, I let go of a bunch of stuff that was like stuck in my. I feel like emotions get stuck in your body, yes. and and I, they, I got freed, and it was like transformation i mean when you look at the people that watch my, my channel i had this moment it's like pre pre-date with destiny post-date with destiny and my mannerisms the way i talk my voice everything is totally totally different and transformed so i think there's some i know a lot of people are like oh this is kind of woo woo stuff but there's some serious like real truth in in this and it, it really is effective at least i mean wow. my experience What's really fascinating, first of all, anybody who calls it woo-woo, it's because they're too afraid to dive into it. It's yep. one of those things where you can't intellectualize this. Yeah. Expression, you cannot ex intellectualize expression and physical freedom. You have to do it. So yeah. if you do it, 
you, you won't say that because you'll feel the difference. So if, if your fear keeps you trapped in your saying it's woo-woo, number one, you're not having the experience, which doesn't give you the right to even make a judgment. And number two, you haven't taken it upon yourself to do the research on the science behind it. Because yep. in particular, I've been doing a lot of, I've been watching and reading a lot of Wim Hof stuff. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but they yeah. call him the Iceman. Iceman, yeah, yep. This guy has taken it to the next level by bringing bioenergetics into the laboratory and it's showing how it changes the physiology of the body. So uh, it is the next thing. It is supporting our evolution, and it is something I'm excited about, and that we're going to be doing a lot of. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited too. I definitely want to want to get get in it. Actually, I I I was just at the UPW. I still got my, <laughs> and uh, Antonio had brought uh, brought Iceman there to to go through some breathing exercises. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's it's interesting to see this happening in so many levels. That's the other weird thing is like I don't believe in coincidences, and and you see these events happening in disconnected places all over the all over the world that are very similar in nature, and and you just you get the impression that something is orchestrating all of this. So there's there's it's more than pure coincidence. So it, it's really cool to 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 see that that parallel. Yeah. Well, well, man, I, I uh, you know, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I'm, I'm very appreciative for, for you coming to the channel and, and being here and, and taking the time with me and my, my audience. I think they're going to get a lot out of this. Like I said, you, you've been someone who I've, I've highly admired and respected and has really, I mean, I, honestly, I would say that this, this channel, the, the purpose of this channel, at least, like going from me saying, all right, I'm going to tell you how to improve your career to, you got to fucking get out there and fucking take action and do and change your life and, and really bring it, you know, and, and not being afraid to has, has been because of you, because of the, the example that you've shown and, and the, the way that you've you've taken this you know fearless approach to just being genuine. That's that's I think is is more needed more in the world. And so I, I definitely, you know, I, I, I owe you a, a debt of gratitude for that. We're doing it, baby. We're spreading the light. All right, man. Is there is there anything else that is there anything that I can? Uh, we talked about grounding camp. Is there anything that that you're doing that I can I can promote of of your stuff or anywhere that you'd like people to go that to to get more information or to to follow you? Uh, obviously, I'll, I'll throw this out here. Definitely subscribe to to Elliot Hulse's YouTube channel if you haven't already. Uh, and uh, I'll put a link here where, where my finger is, and then we'll we'll put another one for your your strength camp channel uh for for those of you that i know a lot of you on on my channel here are into fitness and, and getting stronger and and that that legacy still continues at at, at strength camp uh any, anything else no that's it all right well I'm, I'm excited to get this uh get this interview out there thanks thanks again Elena. really appreciate it you got it brother I'll see you next time all right, take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.